Good morning, good afternoon, and Merry Christmas. I practiced that and I still messed it up. We get in habits, don't we? Let's pray and ask for God's guidance as we look at his word. Father, as we come before you, may we recognize that you as Almighty God sent your Son to come to this earth to die for our sins so that we could have the hope of salvation. And Lord, as we celebrate this Christmas season, as we celebrate the coming of your Son, may we adore and worship you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we're going to look at another word of Christmas, the word adore. We have been singing about it this afternoon. The word adore can be defined as to love or to worship. And in Matthew chapter 2, we find the story of the wise men who came to worship, who came to adore Jesus. Follow along as I read Matthew chapter 2, beginning in verse 1. It says, now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? So we, for we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me, that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy, and when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. In this story, we find some questions as well as some contrasts. We get asked the question, who are the wise men? Now, there, are, there is much we don't know about this group that traveled to Bethlehem. Also, while well-intentioned, the manger scenes, Christmas cards, and Christmas carols may mislead us as to the identity of these wise men. The carol we sing says that there are three kings from the Orient. Actually, we're not ever told the number of them that traveled. We assume three because of the three gifts that they brought. And they came from probably what would be considered modern-day Iran. They were not kings. Instead, they were an influential group that studied the stars. If you read the book of Daniel, we see Daniel in the Old Testament, the hero was made chief of the magi or the wise men during his time. 
probably forefathers and those who went before those at the time of Christ. These wise men were also late to the party. They were not there the night that Christ was born. Instead, they came later when Mary, Joseph, and Jesus were in a house. History tells us that they were a priestly caste of Medes. They carried great influence in all of the world powers of Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome. They were advisors to the kings. They carried great influence. And they also were a great part of determining who would be king in many world-ruling nations. In fact, often they were called the kingmakers. So who were these wise men or magi? They were an influential priestly tribe known as kingmakers and advisors. Now we're not sure the number that, that went in this caravan to seek out the Savior. When they arrived in Jerusalem, they created quite a stir as they sought out the newborn king. Now in this story, we also see contrasts. We see the contrast between the wise men and Herod. The wise men thought much differently than Herod did. The attitude of the wise men was was vastly different from that of Herod. The wise men worshipped Jesus as king. Herod feared him as competition. Herod's chief concern was himself. He did not want to lose his position or his power. But the wise men sought out the promised Messiah. There's also a contrast between the wise men and the religious leaders. The attitude of the wise men was vastly different than that of those leaders, the scribes, the priests that were called upon by Herod to share about the background of the Messiah. The wise men sought out Jesus as one to adore, while the religious leaders saw him as a nuisance to ignore. The religious leaders were not even willing to travel just a few miles to Bethlehem to check out the possibility of of one who could be that promised Messiah. They didn't have the time or take the effort. But that brings us to a second question. How did the wise men adore Jesus? Adoration is fulfilled by actions. And the actions of the wise men in this story demonstrate the adoration that they had for this newborn king. We see that they gave up their comfort to seek the Savior. The trip was a long and arduous trip, but they were willing to make it in order to find the one who had been promised and to go to the place pointed out by the star. Not only that, but they risked their safety to travel to a foreign land. Travel was dangerous, and that caravan, I'm sure, could have been easily marked by thieves or enemies. And unbeknownst to them, they were even in danger from Herod himself. We see also that they sacrificed their time to follow the star. The long journey caused them to stop what they were doing at home to follow the star to the Savior. And we see that they gave their treasure to worship the King. 
Now, it's important to recognize the first thing that they gave. The first thing that they gave was their heart in worship. And then after giving their heart in worship, they gave their costly treasures of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You see, these wise men were truly wise men. They recognized that it was worth the sacrifice to seek the Savior out. And they recognized that he and he alone was worthy of their worship, their adoration. But each of us also may need to ask ourselves those questions. Have we sought him out? Is he our Savior? And do we worship him wholeheartedly as our Lord? There's a well-known saying that says, wise men still seek him. And truly in this story, they were the wise men. Herod was a fool. The religious leaders missed it all. But the wise men sought out, found, and worshipped the Savior. They adored him. Will you sing it with me? Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Father, we do thank you that you sent your Son. And we thank you that we can adore, we can worship him. And as we prepare our hearts for communion this afternoon, may we recognize the incredible gift of your Son. And may we adore. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.